Hi, this episode's hosted by Andrew Davis, who was the guest of 27th episode Salesforce DevOps. So Andrew will join me in the future to host some episodes from time to time. I hope you enjoy this episode and will support him just like how you support me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Salesforce Way podcast. This is Andrew Davis, your host, and I'm very delighted to have with me today Dave Dixon, who's the Director of Analytics at Atrium AI. Hey, Andrew, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here today. So, um, Dave, you've got a fantastic background. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your background, your role at Atrium Certainly. So um, right now, currently, I'm, I'm Director of Analytics at Atrium AI, uh, and we're really uh, focused on delivering the intelligent experience, um, really combining analytics, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, and surfacing those insights uh, where people work and where they can be most, uh, where those insights can be most uh, beneficial. So uh, we're a platinum partner of Salesforce's, uh, been around for a few years, uh, and most of us have sort of deep industry and ecosystem experience uh, related to, to Salesforce. So personally, I've been working with Salesforce for about 11 years now and uh, working with the, the Einstein product way back when it used to be called Wave. Uh, so back in the early 2005. Uh, and my background, really my 20 years of experience, has mostly been focused on data, data architecture, business intelligence, and CRM. That's an amazing background. I mean, if you if you look at the Dreamforce keynotes, if you look at what Salesforce is doing with Einstein over the last few years, it's huge. Obviously, it's a massive initiative that they've got, um, and very exciting. But it's you know well outside of the normal daily life for many of us Salesforce developers and so forth. But you're right in the heart of that space. So what are some of the things you're most excited about in the analytics and AI space on Salesforce these days? Yeah, so probably it's sort of an over arching uh, focus or area that I'm excited about with Salesforce has just been their continued focus on data and analytics and machine learning and artificial intelligence. I mean, you go back and you look at, you know, the MuleSoft purchase, um, which in and of itself was huge, uh, getting that plumbing, being able to bring uh, data together. Uh, you look at the, the Beyond Core purchase, which was the product that then became uh, Wave. Um, so starting to get into that analytics and BI capability, and then you, you look at the, um, uh, you know, the predictive capabilities, the data Rama purchase. And then of course, most recently, you know, the $14 billion purchase of Tableau last year. Uh, I just love the, the continued investment in sort of the, the foresight and vision that Salesforce has around, uh, analytics, machine learning, and data and how those play to make people more effective, Um, in the CRM marketing and sort of service space. So uh, I think that's probably the the investment that Salesforce is making is probably what I'm most excited about. So that investment obviously indicates that they see there's a huge potential. And obviously, um, you know, we're starting to see that, but I suspect we're probably just in the early days of seeing what Salesforce is going to roll out in this space. Um, You mentioned Einstein Analytics, Wave, you mentioned Tableau. Probably I'm not alone in being a little confused about how they fit together. What do you think is the vision for how those tool, two tools complement each other, fit together, bring benefit? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a fair bit of overlap when you look at sort of the descriptive analytics capabilities of what Einstein provides, as well as what Tableau does. Um, Traditionally, Tableau has played heavier in the on-prem space um, and, you know, playing data where it lays in sort of whether that's an operational store or your finance systems or SAP um, and really strong capabilities around connecting to that data and pulling that data together and uh, making it easy to visualize and explore um, those data and sort of your, your core systems. Uh, whereas with, with Einstein, um, well, obviously you can bring data in from other systems. Uh, once, when you bring that data in, you're, you're putting it in an Einstein data store, right? So you're making a copy of that data. Uh, the pros of that are you get some really quick performance in terms of being able to slice and dice, drill in, ask questions, uh, and, you know, and answer the next question, right? Um, the cons are you have, a, you have a little bit of data latency, but first and foremost, uh, where Einstein has played has been in the core Salesforce space. So service and sales and service analytics, right? So sales related use cases. So um, they've played in a, a little bit different areas um, traditionally. In the near term, you're going to have both products because architecturally there's some some pretty significant differences, and um, there's some complementary pieces as well. So, if you look at Einstein and that Einstein Analytics Plus SKU and Einstein Discovery, you have the ability to make predictions. So, do linear and logistic regression, make predictions around the probability of something occurring, or what we think the value of something will be at some future point in time. Um, and Tableau natively doesn't have that prediction capability. And uh, just for the listeners to clarify, descriptive analytics being looking at the present and past historical trends as opposed to projecting out into the future, basically making reports and dashboards based on existing data. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, it's playing buzzword bingo. That's absolutely right. Like, Yeah, so we say descriptive uh, analytics, it usually basically relates to looking at things that have happened, and then we'll say um, – uh, you know, predictive analytics for things that we think are going to happen. So I think I think there's some benefit to be had in terms of having Einstein being able to make those predictions and then potentially surfacing those up through Tableau uh, for users that wouldn't maybe normally be using Salesforce. So I, I think you'll see some uh, some overlap and some expansion of user base um, in, into both of those offerings uh, mm-hmm. as, as time moves on. Well, I was just thinking it was, it's cool thinking about Einstein Analytics supplementing Tableau, those capabilities, the predictive capabilities. You know, Tableau was the bigger purchase, and we tend to think that, you know, Tableau is going to be supplementing what Salesforce already has. But it's nice to see it the other way around as well, that Einstein already has these predictive capabilities and a lot of other research that's gone in. It do, You know, and, and it's, a, it's a great point. I think you're going to see um, this will potentially open up for Salesforce, maybe some user communities and some groups that they've not traditionally done as much with right in sort of the mid and back office uh, where tableau has played a lot heavier and um um you know the flip side of that is is that you know salesforce is clearly the the number one crm in the world and i think that uh, uh this will open up some opportunities for tableau basically to um to get some more exposure to, to that user community as well so uh, I think there'll be benefit to, to both organizations as they come together. Super helpful to see that that context. Uh, I, for one, have spent almost no time uh, with Einstein Analytics. You know, looking at that hands-on, whereas that's been your life for years. Well, it's yeah. been part of your life for years, and yeah. it's just got so much depth. Um, 
And my guess is that a large portion of the Salesforce community hasn't also hasn't spent a whole lot of time hands-on with Einstein analytics or with the AI capabilities, maybe outside of a couple of trailhead modules. What are some things that you wish everybody, if you could just tell everybody in the Salesforce world some of the capabilities about what these things, what these tools can do? What would you let us know? Yeah, so um, I think, you know, from the descriptive analytics perspective, so more of your traditional business intelligence and analytics perspective, if you have questions related to, you know, sort of sales forecasting or marketing or service, uh, you know, um, analytics, there are some fantastic um, out-of-the-box templates. You can get started very quickly. Uh, It's a very fast time to value. Um, in the sales, service, and marketing space with analytics, um, if you're already a Salesforce user, um, as well as from an experience perspective, um, surfacing insights and analytics uh, where your Salesforce users already are, um, it, it Einstein plugs in very, very well in that space. Tableau can do it as well. Uh, Einstein does it a little bit more eloquently. Um, and then probably what most people get excited about is just the predictive or the machine learning capability. So it's one thing to make a prediction. There are tons of tools out there that can can help you do that. Um, But what's really great about Einstein is that not only do you make a prediction, but you also get descriptive information around why that prediction is scored the way it is. And uh, depending on how you configure it, you can get information on what actions you should take to improve the scoring. So a suggested course of action. So... Um, I think when you think of Einstein, I think key things you'd want to take away from are that um, really seamless embedded experience for your Salesforce users, um, really quick time to value in terms of getting insights, um, and also um, predictive AI capability, right, that uh, uh, is designed to be set up and delivered um, with considerably less effort and with with much more velocity uh, than traditional AI machine learning. Um, offerings. So those are probably the three key things I think you'd want people to take away from. And then probably the last piece, I guess, would be just um, because it is part of that Salesforce platform, it plugs seamlessly into the sort of the action framework uh, within Salesforce. So it plays well with all the other Salesforce components. And you can go from insights or making a discovery to action, like doing something about it in Salesforce um, very quickly. And it's, it's a light lift to set that up. So um, those are those are sort of the key components of Einstein. I think it just prompts me to think. Uh, you've you've used the word seamlessly and quick time to value and so forth. So you know a lot of the things in Salesforce are quite easy for people to do hands on. But um, if they brought a partner in like Atrium, somebody like Atrium to help, what are some of the common uh, scenarios that you help with? Yeah, so we're, I mean, as a platinum partner, we we kind of do the full range of service offerings as you would expect, right? So um, all the way from strategy and visioning to help. Uh, you know, we, we run workshops and can do sessions um, and strategy engagements around um, how to achieve uh, the intelligent experience. Salesforce talks about that a lot. We'll talk about that a lot. But that really means that intelligent experience means bringing insights, whether it's through artificial intelligence or machine learning or analytics, bringing those insights um, into the uh, point of action and within the flow of work where users already are. So that you can surface those insights within the Salesforce instance, uh, where people can then action on them and drive business outcomes, right? So it's all about 
driving business outcomes through intelligence. So we we offer those strategy services and vision mapping and, and, and sort of journey mapping. Uh, and then obviously we do the implementation services as well. So uh, we can you know stand up and build dashboards, deploy Einstein, uh, help with model development and deployment. Um, and then, um, you know, the integration piece of it and configuration piece of it. So we can configure Salesforce apps. We, we do a lot of integration work and both for analytics and machine learning, a common, a common element, the really the, the fuel for all of it is data. And so having your data in the right shape and the right form, um, so that you can, uh, use it as inputs to models or, yeah, you know, use it to surface insights through analytics, um, that's actually a big part of a lot of the work we'll do is data shaping and data architecture. So sort of all those things together are, are kind of the, uh, where we focus our service offering with, with the idea that the core idea of, of what we're trying to achieve is uh, to, to, you know, drive better outcomes through intelligence. You know, it reminds me, I know you've done a ton of work with integration, database administration, data migration, all those kinds of things. So I'm sure all of those things kind of come together. Um, and that's, that's part of your work and part of the, Part of the thing that you coach, I would imagine, other folks at Atrium to be able to do handle those large migrations, the data shaping. Is that all? One skill kind of builds on on the next. Yeah, you know, it's sort of interesting. Like we've talked about this before when, with some of our internal team members, because um, uh, you need a little bit of a lot of different skills, right? You need to you need to think about. Um, uh, you know, you sort of need to think data. You need to think about data in a structured way. Um, but the flip side of that is you need to be able to communicate and talk business in terms of outcomes and uh, what people are trying to measure and to achieve, right, from an analytics and an AI perspective. So it's really the blending of those two things, right, the the sort of harder technical skills around integration, data, data shaping, um, with maybe the the softer skills around business analysis and visualization, um, and, and sort of personas, journeys, um, and, and understanding sort of what businesses are trying to achieve. It's, I think it's a combination of all of that, um, that really makes you effective. And obviously we have people that specialize in one area more than other. There's still specialization. Um, but, um, what we do as a practice, uh, focuses on sort of that whole spectrum. So, um, uh, it's a, it's a fun space to work. It's a great space to work. Um, so very fortunate to do that. Nice. I can see how the uh, the combination of those two, you know, using the technology knowledge to really solve specific business needs and make everything as simple and easy to understand as possible would be um, would be compelling. It's, yeah, it's you know, it's like most consultants, right? The the joy comes from taking people's business problems, things that they're trying to achieve, and figuring out technical solutions to make it so that their lives are better, they can work more effectively. Mm-hmm. Produce more, do more with less. Uh, people can, you know, achieve better outcomes. So, I mean, the solution building is where where a lot of the joy comes in. Um, but it is it is a fun place to work for sure, a fun space. So, are there industry trends where you see Salesforce either leading the way or following in the area of AI or analytics? Just kind of comparing what's going on with Salesforce with a broader industry. Yeah, you know, something I'll tell you that I'm excited about from just sort of my past experiences and some of some of what I've seen. Uh, both with Tableau's offering and uh, uh, the, the the core Salesforce offerings around natural language processing and being able to ask questions of your data and have your data learn. So there's some great t- capabilities in both Tableau and Einstein product. 
around that. And, and I really think that over time, that's what's going to truly um, democratize analytics. <laughs> like we've, we've been talking about this idea of analytic self-serve for like two decades. Like it's been forever that we've been like, oh yeah, self-serve analytics and democratization of analytics. And it's been a buzzword for decades now. Um, but the reality is, is to get the right answers out, you have to know how to structure the question and you have to have understanding uh, of your data, right? So with traditional analytics, no matter how intuitive it is, um, there's room for error and there's some challenges because some people, they, they simply, they don't think in terms of data. They don't think in sort of an analytics mindset. But if you look at this natural language processing developments, um, with the ask data capability and, and with the new Einstein capabilities um, and how there's reinforced learning in terms of if you ask question and was this answer helpful and uh, it can learn over time. I really think that's going to drive um, some real democratization of analytics, some real self-serve analytics capability. Um, and I'm excited to see where that goes. I thought you were going to talk about natural language processing, about interpreting the, the text in your documents, but you're actually saying, ask the questions and just, you know, that's what's right. the, you know, what are the fastest growing segments in my business? Yeah. Or you say things like, hey, so show me uh, my performance by region uh, month over month. And then, um, okay, looks like, uh, looks like we're down a little bit in Argentina. So sh in Argentina, show me... Um, you know, uh, my breakout by product in terms of month over month performance. And, you know, and just being able to ask those questions like that, just like you're talking to somebody, right? <laughs> um, and um, I think it will even get further. I, I think you'll even be able to ask more abstract questions um, uh, at future dates. But that sort of development, um, I think, is really powerful. Uh, the sentiment, uh, sort of the sentiment analysis capability, um, again, which Einstein has now baked in as well. I don't know if you knew that, but um, as of the most recent release, I think it was the most recent release, it may be beta, but I think it's the most recent release. Uh, there is the now the uh, capability to basically uh, do some sentiment analysis, uh, even within your data flows for analytics, take things like notes from your activities and basically say, is there positive sentiment or negative sentiment in that? Mm -hmm. um, and then use that as an input into your model, your AI, or just use it to surface sort of insights through uh you know, descriptive analytics. Um, there is some cool capability around that as well. Um, but uh, um, um, I, th I, I, yeah, I think, I think what I'm really getting excited about is, is some of this capability in natural language processing because it, it starts to speak to experience and user interface. Um, and, and what that will look like, I think it's really going to shape uh, and change the way people interact with their systems and what the interfaces look like in the future and how people go about thinking about answering questions with analytics. I think, I think there's a lot of uh, um, really powerful uh, positive change that can come out of that. <laughs> it's, um, it's powerful for me to think about the, um, the sort of contrast between your background where you've got a really solid experience as a database administrator, migration, integration, like I mentioned, analytics and on lots of different platforms, you know, really in the expert category um, compared to the, you know, just asking questions of your data and the democratization. <clears throat> so there's a sense in which I, I'm guessing that you would need both, right? You need some solid, skilled people at the core to make sure that the data is structured properly and you've got all the integrations set up and that Salesforce or whatever your tooling is provides you those mechanisms to ask the questions. But then it's um, 
But then the real power becomes when you're enabling everybody in your organization um, to ask those kinds of questions. Oh, yeah, I think you're 100% right. Like, so I used to say all the time, you know, information is data organized and made useful, right? And so you're still going to have that need to organize and to shape and to transform data. That's There's going to be a need there, right? Um, I just think the interface after you've done that in terms of how you get the value and how you extract the insights out of that data after it's been organized and made useful, um, I think we're going to see huge advancements in that. And I think natural language processing is part of it. Okay. So rewinding back to the present um, by a few years, uh, people are excited about artificial intelligence, machine learning, those kinds of things. Are there, let's say somebody wanted to get started. Let's say somebody wanted to get the sort of basic knowledge, you know, start playing around, get some kind of better sense of how uh, how this all fits together and how they might use this for their for their organizations. What would you recommend? Um, areas to focus on first? Yeah, I mean if you're starting from scratch, you're just coming out of you're just coming out of school or you're you're brand new to the space, um, I would start with the descriptive analytics. Um, because sort of the discipline around how you think about data, how you think about asking questions, um, I think lays a foundation for sort of the more advanced predictive and AI-based capability. Um, This is actually an area where I think Trailhead's way, or Salesforce with their Trailhead, is is way more advanced than most vendors. Um, And the fact that you can access it for free, um, I love right? So um, there's some fantastic trailheads out there. Um, if you just Google, uh, uh, you know, Einstein trailhead, um, it'll probably take you to the to the right link or pretty close to it. Um, but there's some fantastic lessons where you set up demo environments, you learn by doing hands-on demos uh, within the Salesforce trail, trailhead org. So that's, that's where I would encourage people to, to really sort of, um, uh, sort of start. Um, and then, you know, if, if you want to start getting in, once you go through that and you do that, maybe build some dashboards, you, you get a little bit more familiar with, with handling data. Um, I think, it, you know, if you wanted to get um, in, into some, some more advanced topics, um, you know, there's, there's the potential to use things like Khan Academy or uh, Udemy if you want to pay for the courses uh, that will basically walk you through um, some basic uh, statistical machine learning and AI concepts. Um, Really, I've heard people say that really AI is just math at scale, right? Like machine learning is just math at scale. And so that the, the sort of foundational concepts around the statistics and the science of that, that background, um, there's some good free courses out there as well. Uh, but I, to start the journey, I would say check out Trailhead because there's some great resources there. And they're well done. And they're not just uh, lecture. They're, they're hands-on exercises that get scored. Um, so they've done a great job with that. Fantastic. So, Dave, um, huge, huge thanks. Really a great pleasure to be here um, with Dave Dixon from Atrium AI, um, Platinum Partner for Salesforce Consulting. Thank you so much for being on Salesforce Way. Absolutely happy to do it. And, Andrew, thanks for your time and thanks for the opportunity, man. Have a hope you have a great rest of the day and good weekend.